Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this is your source for Northwestern athletics. And thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and today we ask the question, just how strong is the Northwestern running back room? Who leads the way? How much depth is there? And what are some of the other reasons that Northwestern's running backs could have success in 2022? All right, so right off the bat, we know that there are two running backs that really jump off the page as guys to look out for in this 2022 season. The first is Cam Porter, who really broke out in the back half of 2022. Now, Cam Porter missed all of the 2021 season with injury, but he is back this fall for the Northwestern Wildcats and that Northwestern offense. In 2022, we saw Cam Porter rush the ball 81 times for 333 yards and five touchdowns. He also had nine receptions for 57 yards. Now, the numbers there may not jump off the page too much, but when you look at what he did late in the year, you really see where he made his mark on this team that went on to win the Big Ten West. Against Illinois, we saw Cam Porter carry the ball 24 times for 142 yards and two touchdowns. Against Ohio State, he carried it 16 times for 61 yards and a touchdown. And then finally, against Auburn in the bowl game, he carried it 33 times for 98 yards and a touchdown. He really became the workhorse bell cow back down the stretch for this Northwestern team. Now in 2022, Cam Porter's coming off injury into his junior year. After missing all of the 2021 season, of which he was named to the 2021 Doak Walker watch list in the preseason. Now the 5'10", 220-pound running back out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Coming out of high school, he was a three-star in the 2020 class. He was number 557 nationally. He's number 41 running back and the number 14 player out of the state of Ohio, according to the 247 composite. When you watch Cam Porter play, he very much wants to get to the edge. A lot of the motion, a lot of the routes, a lot of the runs, they try to get him in space. Now, when you when you saw him in 2020 against teams like Wisconsin, there wasn't a lot going there because that Wisconsin defense was so strong, you didn't get to see him in space that often. It was not the most effective game that we saw out of Cam Porter. Now, but when he does get to that edge, he is pretty shifty. He's a good pass catcher. He may lack true breakaway speed, but he uses his his shiftiness to really create space, make tacklers miss, and you definitely see a concerted effort to get him the ball out of the backfield in the passing game. He ran a lot of routes in 2020. He also ran a lot of plays out of the Wildcat and produced very well, especially against Illinois out of that Wildcat formation. That's where a lot of his big chunk plays happen in that game. But it'll be interesting to see what happens 
going forward with Cam Porter because a lot of people expect him to take over the lead back role. I'm not sure. I think it'll be very much more of a uh, timeshare with with the other one of the two main running backs that you will see with this Northwestern team, and that is Evan Hall, another junior, a guy who last year ran 196 times for 1,009 yards and seven touchdowns for a 5.1 average per rush. He also caught 32 passes for 255 yards and two touchdowns. He was the first Northwestern running back to have 1,000 yards since Justin Jackson in 2017. At 5'11", 210, he's a little bit more explosive in a straight line. He's a little more, he's also a little more physical than Cam Porter. He's a tough runner. He's he's tough to bring down one-on-one. Uh, it generally, like, he can run through arm tackles. He's more of a one-cut running back. He'll make that one cut behind the line of scrimmage, pick his hole, and he'll go. You saw him plenty of times last season bust big plays all over the place, especially against Ohio, against Michigan. And that's kind of when he gets in the open space, he's a good bit harder to run down than Cam Porter in my mind. And then you, as a result of that, you saw Northwestern trying to find a way to get him out in space and let him use that explosive speed that you saw. That's when you saw him in the screen game some, and you saw him in the passing game. I mean, he caught 32 passes. I mean, that's that's a pretty decent number for a running back. 2021 was really the first time you saw Evan Hall get extensive playing time throughout the season, and it happened as a result of Cam Porter going down. Now, there were flashes in previous seasons against Illinois, that same game where Cam Porter had 24 rushes for 142 yards and two touchdowns. Evan Hall carried it 13 times for 149 yards and a touchdown. So both of those running backs, we've seen them in the same game do damage together. Now, that needs to be something that happens in this 2022 season to allow them to really take off. Even even in 2019, in really the majority, the vast majority of Evan Hall's yardage in 2019 was against UMass, where he carried it 24 times for 220 yards and four touchdowns. I believe that was tied for the most touchdowns by a single player that season. Talent-wise... Evan Hull's a he's a lower-rated player than Cam Porter, Porter coming out of high school. He's a three-star in the 2019 class. He was 1,258th overall in the country, the number 82 running back, and the number six player out of the state of Minnesota, according to the 2-7 composite. But I think you can't ignore the body of work he had last year. He's a guy that, you know, you watch him play, and he has explosives. He is phys- He is physical. But he's a little shiftier than he looks at first glance. And he has pretty good balance. He's he's a tough guy to bring down at 5'11", 210. And I think that these two backs really will complement each other well in the 2022 season because one is going to attack you on that one-cut ability, get up the field. If, if he hits the hole and it's open, he can take it to the house. The other in Cam Porter... You may see a little more attack the perimeter, and I think these two complement each other well, but one thing you will see out of both of them is you will see them get work in the passing game, and that's where I think 
this running back room will 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 benefit a lot in this 2022 season. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to take a look at the depth of the running back room behind these two because it's a little deeper than I think it gets credit for. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now we know who both of the two main backs will be in the 2022 season, but they aren't the only ones with experience. In fact, neither of them has the most experience at the D1 level of the running backs on this roster. That distinction goes to Andrew Clare, a grad student, a, tra- a transfer in 2021 from Bowling Green. The 5'11", 202-pound back is going into his sixth year of college ball. In four years at Bowling Green, in 2017, we saw him rush it 107 times for 725 yards. Four touchdowns. He also added 13 receptions for 129 yards and two touchdowns. 2018, we saw him carry it 135 times for 702 yards and five touchdowns. He added another 19 receptions for 102 yards and two touchdowns as well. Then in 2019 and 2020, his his playing time uh, decreased as we saw him in 2019 carry 68 times for 244 yards and four touchdowns. He had 10 catches for 71 yards. In 2020, carried it 52 times for 266. He also added a pair of catches for 28 yards. Now, the St. Louis native decided to enter the transfer portal and ended up at Northwestern for the 2021 season. In 2021, we saw him carry the ball 63 times for 349 yards and a touchdown. He also added 10 catches for 45 yards. Claire last year finished 8th in the Big Ten in yards per rush at 5.5. So he's somebody that gives you depth in this running back core. He's not the only one. We will get to more in a second. Last year, his Probably best game in the Big Ten was his 63-yard and one-touchdown performance against Rutgers. Now, Andrew Clare is the lowest-rated recruit coming out of high school in this running back room of the scholarship guys. 
but he was a three-star in the 2017 class, the 1,857th player in the country, the number 33 all-purpose back, and the number 11 player in the state of Missouri, according to the 247 composite. But when you watch his highlights, when you watch his film, the things that jump out is that he may not be the biggest guy in this room, but he's explosive and he's shifty. And he, you want to get him the ball in space. He spends a lot of time, especially in his time in Bowling Green, catching the ball out of the backfield in the passing game. You even saw him line up at receiver some and run some routes that way. Now, also in that running back room, you have Anthony Tyus Third, And just on physical appearance, the Portage, Michigan native. He's... Has every he appears to be the bruiser of the group at six foot one, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. Last year, we saw Tyus carry it fifty times for two hundred and ten yards and a touchdown, and also add three receptions for sixteen yards in his first year of real action at Northwestern. Coming out of high school, he's another three-star in this backfield. Uh, out of the 2020 class, he was the number 577 player in the country, the number 38 running back, and the number 15 player out of the state of Michigan, according to the 247 composite. Things that jump off the page, again, he is powerful. He is very powerful, and he very much is a long strider. He's somebody that is hard to bring down, and you're if you're a, a DB, if you're a corner, if you're a safety trying to take him one-on-one, he's going to lower his shoulder and he's going to run through you. But again, another guy that is probably a little shiftier than you realize for his size. At 6'1", 225, you don't expect him to be able to make you miss the way that he definitely could in high school. In the passing game, he also brings some stuff to the table. If you go look at his high school film, I mean, he lines up a receiver, and he runs real routes, and he makes some nice catches. Finally, in this running back room, you have an incoming first-year player in Joseph Hyman II at a Little Rock, Arkansas. 5'9", 175, not a very big guy. A three-star in the 2022 class, number 651 nationally, number 52 running back and the number nine player in the state of Arkansas. Now, Hyman's stats jump out like crazy. They are insane. In 2020, you saw Hyman put up video game numbers. He rushed for 1,925 yards and 23 touchdowns and also added 1,068 receiving yards and nine additional touchdowns. I mean, he was straight out of the NCAA video game in the state of Arkansas at the 5A level. So it's not like he's playing really small high school ball in the state. He's playing up there in the higher higher classes, and he just torched everyone. He is explosive. He has really good balance. He's really shifty. And as you saw, I mean, he had a season in high school where he had a 1,000 receiving yards. He clearly has good hands. He's clearly good at catching the ball out of the backfield. 
and you're you're I bet you see him in some capacity this 2022 season running routes out of the backfield maybe maybe splitting him out at slot and seeing if you can get him the ball in space now for his size another thing that definitely jumps out is he's a little more physical than you would expect a 5'9 175 pound running back to be he's a little tougher he's uh more more likely to break a tackle than you would think for someone uh, of that that build. But regardless, Northwestern has three running backs behind these main two that provide very healthy depth and will will be relied upon and can definitely fill in when need be. Coming up next, we are going to talk about some additional kind of peripheral reasons why I think this running back room can really succeed in 2022. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be the perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. All right, so we know who the main five players are in the running back room. We know we know the two guys who are going to be at the front of the pack leading the way. But the great thing about that is you do have five guys. You have five guys who who all kind of fit somewhat different roles. You've got quick, shifty guys. You've got some explosive, fast guys. You've got some power guys. You've got a lot of experience in Andrew Clare. Uh, you have your first 1,000-yard rusher in five seasons in in Evan Hall and then you I mean every every guy brings something at least a little bit different. Cam Porter is going to attack the edge uh and then 
Joseph Hyman is going to bring a pass catching ability uh, to a high, to a better extent. All of them have the ability to catch passes. Uh, they either have shown flashes in college or flashes in high school, or if you're Joseph Hyman, you just basically are a receiver and a stud running back in the state of Arkansas at the same time. Now, other reasons why I think they are set up for success is there's some continuity, there's some some steadiness to this offense from 2021 to 2022. The first of that is... Mike Bajakian, your offensive coordinator, he's coming back for his third season in Evanston. So he, you, the guys have been in the system for multiple years. Nothing has changed on them with the exception of Hyman. Hyman's coming in as a first-year player. So he's the only one that hasn't spent at least one year in this, in this offense in that running back room. And I I do think it is it is in the age of the transfer portal in the age of NIL there can be a tendency to want to leave when you don't get maybe the playing time you want. I think it says a lot about the culture in this running back room that nobody left. Everybody is back. And you, because of that, you're five deep in a spot where a lot of again, much like, much like offensive line, much like at quarterback, having two capable guys. A lot of teams don't have five true scholarship running backs all on the same roster ready to go. I mean. You've seen teams in the SEC run try to run through a season with two or three. I mean, Auburn last year had three, I believe. Uh, and then they had a walk-on who picked up a scholarship in the spring. But, yeah, so, I mean, you have you have depth. And, again, you, you have guys that bring different, different aspects to the offense, bring different skill sets. You have that offensive line with so much experience. You bring back seven guys who have multiple starts in their career. You bring back, I think, 109 total starts as a unit. You bring back a really high-level tackle duo um, in Wiedeker and Skaronski, and definitely top half of the Big Ten, I mean, Skaronsky's the best tackle in college football. Will go in the first round this year. You bring back, you you also bring in transfers like Vincent Picazzi, who has thirty seven starts in his career at the D one level at Temple and Colorado State. So, bringing a a unit that has played together to that extent that has that much experience that should be able to collectively take a step forward. It would just be shuffling a couple spots, figuring out who's going to play center, who's going to play the guard spots. But, you know, your tackles have played, have started their last 21 games together. So that that's important. Uh, seeing the experience that returns there is huge. 
I, I, I think Ryan Holinsky is going to be this quarterback, and he's going into year two in this system. He went through the full spring. He's he's ready to to take his next step. He's another year in the system, another year comfortable in the offense. I would expect him to only get better, especially also because of that offensive line. So all of these things can help contribute to this running back room really rounding into form and and taking a step forward together as a as a unit because you're deep, you're healthy and you have some guys who have really proven it in Cam Porter and Evan Hull. And if those guys can lead the way for these young guys because you have that depth, you have enough depth that you can spell those guys and not run anybody into the ground. I've seen teams do that. I've seen teams do that all over the place. I mean, I think the most um, egregious example that that I have been around in any fashion was the 2017 Auburn team that watched uh, Gus Malzahn ride carry on Johnson the whole year to the point that he gets banged up and that offense crumbles down the stretch because he's just not healthy. The great thing is you have five guys that you can rotate, keep everybody fresh, try to keep everybody as healthy as possible. If the unit stays healthy, it's it can be it will be, I will make this prediction right now, it will be the strongest unit on this Northwestern team. And I keep harping on it because I just I just think it's it's important, especially when maybe the 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 pass catcher department is not as much of a known commodity. The fact that each one of these guys can catch the ball out of the backfield, especially your lead to and especially your incoming freshman, the fact that they can catch the ball coming out of the backfield is a huge plus. And I, I think you'll see Bajakian try to try to utilize that the rail route out of the backfield. It's a tough route to cover if you're a linebacker because the ball gets out so quick. You may see some wheel routes. You'll see the Evan Hull screen plays, trying to let him get blockers out in front and create some explosive plays. I... I think this running back core will do a lot on the ground, but I think they will also do a lot to help ease the the especially in the early part of the season ease things for the quarterbacks. Uh let the pass catchers really start to find their way. They don't have to do anything crazy. They just have to be effective. And that's kind of kind of the story for this unit is that if all five guys can find a way to be effective in their style of play, this unit is going to be a dangerous unit in the Big Ten. So we know who the two main guys are in this running back room. We know it's Cam Porter. We know it's Evan Hull. We know that Cam Porter really came on late in 2020, and then he missed 2021 with injury. And as a result, Evan Hull really got his first extensive playing time 
and he capitalized and became the first 1,000-yard rusher since Justin Jackson in 2017. We know that there is depth behind them. Andrew Clare, Anthony Tyus, and Joseph Hyman. And then we know that there is stability and there's these good positive factors around this running back group that will allow them to have success in 2022. We know the offensive line is is back and experienced and should be better. We know that Ryan Halinski is back. We know that the offensive coordinator is back. And there is depth there to keep everybody fresh. So all of that together, I think this unit is going to be very strong in 2022. Make sure to come back tomorrow as we look at the pass catchers on the offense. Take a look at where who needs to step up, who's going to lead the group, and we really dive deep into what needs to happen for this Northwestern passing game to be successful in 2022. For Locked On Northwestern, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and CarterBird13 on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Because we will be back every day. Because here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is your team every day. Also, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten.